I'm Donald Trump. I wrote The Art of the Deal. I say not in a braggadocious way. I've made billions and billions of dollars dealing with people all over the world. You fuck people out of money and get away with it. Welcome to episode 30 of the Gristle Digest, the only weekly podcast not to have been abused by, as a child by either an employee of the BBC, mm-hmm. a former football coach, mm-hmm. Catholic priest, boarding school teacher, policeman, milkman, or a buffon-haired, orange-faced children's entertainer. Uh, and by that, I mean Gary Glitter. <laughs> <laughs> um, today is the 13th of December. My name is Oric and I'm joined as ever by my good friend Paul Moss. How's it going, Paul? It's going none too bad. None too bad at all. Nearly at the end of this of this shitter of a year. Come on. Shitter of a... <laughs> it's been an absolute stink. All right, that's um, what a whopper. But yeah, just uh, a couple more weeks to go. Three more weeks to go. We can do this. Um, we can do this. Come on, let's get through it. Uh, top stories this week, Paul. Seven. Uh, Trump pisses off the one set of people that you really don't want to piss off. And then does it again. <laughs> Uh, Donald Trump has been tearing up the rule book like a fat grinning toddler for over a month now and yet still he remains without a bullet in his head or the blame for having caused the end of the world well the first bit of this could soon change as Trump pissed (laughs) off the one group of people who could probably kill him and get away with it no it's not his beloved Russians or that group of scat loving priests he visits uh, from time to time it is in fact the CIA oh Uh, Firstly, he declined the opportunity for CIA intelligence briefings that are normally given to president-elects on the grounds that he was a smart guy I'm and therefore smart. didn't need... Yeah, literally, uh, <laughs> therefore didn't need them. I'm smart, I don't give it. Uh. And secondly, following the story in the Washington Post that a secret CIA meeting concluded that, tr- uh, that Russia had interfered with the US presidential election, Trump branded the CIA findings as ridiculous. <laughs> Uh, Now, of course, he's not just saying this because he's sucking up to Putin or because he's sort of in cahoots with him. Never. Though the evidence that the Russians intervened in Trump's favour appears pretty conclusive. It was collected by the CIA. (laughs) Normally know about this stuff a little bit. And old Trumpo does it does also seemingly and also has actually today announced uh that he's going to appoint exxon mobile chief and close bum chummer putin to, uh, rex tillerson right. as secretary of state um but that's probably all just a coincidence yeah. um next story and final story this week paul just two stories okay um may wears the trousers thank you very much and they are <laughs> 995 pounds and made of the finest most sensual leather mm. Tory Minister Nikki Clark has been banned from Number Ten as she was heard uh, after she was heard criticising May's decision to wear a 995 pound pair of ill-fitting tra- leather trousers in an interview for the newspapers. Cabinet insiders said May was furious uh, with the Prime Minister calling Morgan a dirty pot noodle muncher who apparently dressed like a comp school pupil on fucking Mufti Day. Oh. Um, um, Text messages leaked to the press show how Downing Street's chief of staff, Fiona Hill, banned the former education secretary for number 10, uh, telling a fellow minister, don't bring that woman here again. Wow. When Morgan learned of this, she reportedly replied that no man ever brought her to Downing Street. Mm -hmm. Uh, Only for Hill to respond, well, he just did, referring to the fact that a fellow minister had, in fact, accompanied Ms. Morgan to a recent meeting. (laughs) The maturity of this government can never be overestimated. No. <laughs> Rumours are now circulating Whitehall that May is using Downing Street staff like her own set of medieval courtiers, with M- Hill required to play the lute by the bay window and assist May with her tapestries depicti- depicting foreign battlefields. Um, PM to the PM, Philip May has taken the liberty of installing a condom machine in the main number 10 toilet, dispensing triple XS sized condoms that are Marmite flavoured. That might be a lie, but those are the main stories, the top stories this week. But I just, it, there was another one. It's about there's loads of stuff about Brexit. Yeah. I just can't, I just can't, I can't be. Able How to many talk times about can you just again. say it's fucking stupid? Do you know oh, what I mean? It's gone, it's, oh, it's a nightmare. Yeah. So Brexit, honorary mention. Yeah, it's shit. Over. It's a, it's a <laughs> piss take and it's shit. Um, but speaking of other piss takes, oh, uh, wow, wow, wow. it's it's over the pond, which I somehow feel like I can still talk about because it's slightly more remote to me. Yeah, <laughs> and therefore <laughs> <laughs> it's easier to laugh at. Exactly, this is uh, an sorry, interesting Americans, British take, but, isn't it? Um, so. Yeah, 
you're welcome to laugh at our situation. Yeah, please in, do. In the way that you know, and 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 you know, send us your thoughts because we are fucked. But anyway, um, Trump. Trumpy. He's he's uh, yeah he's declined intelligence yeah. briefings, which is a pretty pretty, pretty big radical. Decision. Pretty radical. Yeah. Um, I mean, you'd have thought you'd want them, wouldn't you? You'd have thought so, but uh, I'm smart. I don't need these. Uh, I, I got the inc- internet. Incredible. And the other thing about uh, about this is, no matter what this this orange fucking dick face clown does, he's got a tweet that contradicts it. It's fucking amazing. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> like he's like, oh, I'm too smart. I don't need these briefings. And people are just like, okay, I wonder what you said about this in the past on uh, Twitter. Two seconds later, <laughs> just, yeah. tweet from 2013. Oh, Barack Obama's too busy, too busy to have security briefings. Very dangerous, <laughs> very dangerous, very bad. You fucking oh idiot! Man. Oh Jesus See, that, Christ! That's, he's committing the sort of uh, he's like sort of Nixon, you know? Like if you, if you're a sort of <laughs> yeah. you know like never have a medium that records everything yeah. you say because you're obviously gonna fuck yourself like at some point, and if you're someone like Trump or Nixon, you will fuck yeah. yourself at some point. But he seems to be able to fuck himself repeatedly, yep, uh, and rather violently, mm-hmm. and, yet, and yet carry on as if nothing has happened with yeah. Nix- Nixon got it in the a once and uh you know that was it he was impeached so hopefully you never know maybe tri- twitter will yeah will result in a trump impeachment somewhere hopefully but, so um hopefully yeah. so I mean, <laughs> but it is it is ridiculous i mean it's he's incredible. also yeah so he's appointed rex tillerson oh yeah drain as, um, the swamp <laughs> drain that fucking swamp uh, it's pretty there might be some oil down there <laughs> yeah exactly i mean he is um Sort of head of ExxonMobil, yeah. a big Texan oil company, of course. That's it. Um, um, he's uh, quite quite chummy um, with Poots over in Rushk. Pals. Um, I think he was he was Ombres. given some kind of civil honour by the Russians. He was. Um, he was given a not uh, that long ago. A uh, silver and pewter cast of uh, of Putin's penis. It was. <laughs> it's the penis it's of the Russia. Moscow Cock Award. It's yours. <laughs> It's yours to keep yours. and cherish. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but he's, um, yeah, he's. I mean, you know, he's pretty close with Putin. Basically, yeah. so his company has signed a lot of um, deals, mm-hmm. un- understandably, I suppose, with um, Rosneft, the Russian state oil company. Mm. So there is um, definite uh, conflict of issue interest there. But that seems to be the kind of theme of this. It Trump certainly does, doesn't it? Conflict of issues, yeah, it's, all over the place. It's it's amazing. There's not a single pick of anyone. Um, Who's in any way not completely unsuitable for purpose? <laughs> it's it's quite incredible, quite yeah, incredible. I mean, it's quite admirable in a way that he's managed to find. Oh, the, you've got to admire this level of, of brazenness from from yeah. Big Trumpy. I Big mean, if, if I mean, I've I've said, oh, I don't give a fuck, and I'm sure there's times where we've all not given a fuck. But that man there, he Doesn't does give not give a single fuck, and he is he is doing it well. Hats I off, mean, hats off to the man. What a butthole! Uh, he's time. also he also costs at the moment because he's not living in the White House. Hmm. And he may never live in the White House. He's sort of deciding on that. But he, you know, because he's in New York, he costs the state of New York five hundred thousand dollars a day. Yeah. in additional security. In additional security, yeah, for him and in, him and the little Trump family. Little I mean, he's like the most like ex- yeah. expensive kind of Insane. boil on your ass. And it's funny uh, that, that a couple of months ago he was really proud of self-funding, yet hasn't put yeah. his hand. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not not tax. His hand in the pocket for this one, is he? Oh, and he's absolutely and he's yeah. proud of not paying tax either. So, of course, of what course a prick! Oh my god, he's got to be impeached. This is just—it's fucking comic book. If he's not impeached, wow, then the whole world. I mean, is it's fun. in a way it has to be. I mean, he's got to have to do something impeachable soon. But the the sort of—I mean, you know—to get impeached, you essentially need to lie about something or he's got form <laughs> you know commit commit a criminal act it's looking good um, it's looking it's looking great i mean the lying part fine but you know it's got to be quite high lying you know, you know he mm. just lies about everything yeah like, lying about sort of bullshit things it doesn't really matter like you're just an idiot mm. in a way but like he's you know in the way that like nixon lied about something that was really material you know like yeah. did you know about watergate he's like no and whatever uh it, 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 i mean i would not put it past trump for him to say that oh he, he uh, I mean, but he's it's bound to he's he's a pathological liar i mean you can't yeah you know there's there's no tactic when it's this level of literally just no. constant lies and contradiction he'll just say anything and he's he's got to get himself in, in hot water <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm just bound to happen. understand how ridiculous my optimism at yeah. the end of 2016 sounds but he's got to surely 
I know it's just like watching someone who's absolutely wasted, just kind of stumbling down the street. They yeah. just have to fall over, pulling and hit pulling his car keys out of his pocket. Yeah, just like <laughs> and like right the water, so yeah, and you're just like you're, you're gonna fall over. You have to fall over. There's no way you're gonna make it. Yeah. You know, like a further hundred meters or whatever. You <laughs> that's shit bag. Um, anyway, um. Over here, Paul. Hey, it's yeah. Theresa May and her trousers. Oh, did you hear about all of that? I certainly did. I Absolute raw about her bloody trousers. These leather leather garments. <laughs> leather garments. I mean, um, yeah, £995. That's a lot. A lot that is a lot for a pair of trousers, but... It's quite a lot. I mean, money. come on, hands on heart, lads. She looked damn good in them. Uh, and, she, and she's a wealthy lady. She's oh, yeah. a wealthy. Uh, Philip May is wealthy. He's part of. I think he owns. He was on the board or whatever. Mm. G4S. Yeah, you yeah. Know, that company that fucks shit up. And yeah. You know, takes all that, all and and everything game. since they've been been around. And everything since they've been around. <laughs> uh, yeah, they're servants. Yeah, so, yeah got, he's, a, he's a millionaire. She's got, yeah, they've got a ton of money. As uh, Andrea yeah. Ledson rather cruelly pointed out, she's uh, she's quite barren. No children. <laughs> oh, <laughs> God, just oh, Ledson. So come Absolutely on. Ledson. Yeah, no, it's not like you know. She's not. She's not buying bloody game playstations, yeah, playstations, and basketballs, and, and Game and Boys, and I don't know yeah. what the kids have these days. She's not buying all of that yeah. stuff this year, is she? No, 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 no. I'd probably, so, you know, if I didn't have kids, I'd probably have a bit left over for a pair of fancy leather trousers. Fancy leather trousers. And do you know what? Who's, Nick- who's going to judge me for it? She works yeah. for them trousers. Nick- Nicky Morgan. <laughs> ah, oh, um, Nicky Morgan. Wow. Uh, Nicky, yeah, um, said that. Uh, you know, she had, she spent less than that on her wedding dress, and that was the sort of comment mm. that uh, that pissed May off. That's exactly. And I don't know if it pissed May off because May was like, "What sort of tight bitch are you that you only spent nine hundred ninety five pounds on your fucking wedding dress?" Or if it was because she just thought, "I love those fucking trousers. I look like someone out of yeah. you know one of those Gap leather commercials yeah. from the mid to late nineties. It's like, yeah, I'm the fucking um, bondage PM. Oh. Yeah. I could have been in the fucking Goo Goo Dolls with these trousers. You sex it cunts. means sex it. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> um, she was just, yeah, rocking. But oh, yeah. yeah, there is there are already accusations that she started to run her government. In a way, I mean, there were, there were, there were sort of positive things at the start because she, she reverted back to a cabinet style of government, mm. which was nice. Because it wasn't just like literally Cameron and his two mates in a toilet making all the decisions. Yeah. But <laughs> now it, it does seem like she's starting to be a bit like a queen yeah, I, I <laughs> and think she's, just queening uh, the shit out of it i think she put up a really good front when she didn't i mean i know she had like a fairly fairly important job for for many years and didn't do a, an absolutely terrible job i suppose you know she's a professional politician but she she more and more just seems very much out of her depth here like i think being a good i don't know if she's PM, do you think she's out of her depth i, I think she's kind yeah. of like calculating and douchey and I, I don't know how I'm calculating disappointed she is though I, I i generally think that that's all a front that she puts up this very stern austere you know kind of still waters mm. run deep type thing and I, yeah. I, but I don't think she's got a fucking <laughs> they're clue not that, they're just not that because deep, there's yeah. a series of really highly questionable choices I mean the challenging yeah. of the you know the, the high court case over article 50 is, is yeah. going to end up being a, a far bigger mess than if she had just kind of gone, gone along with it um, you know it's just a series of, of I know pretty, you mean, actually. pretty questionable she doesn't... things you know this whole Brexit means Brexit and this week you know a fucking red white and blue Brexit that's the type <laughs> of Brexit we're going to deliver red white and blue it's fine <laughs> <laughs> that's the that's the uh, that's just basically her message on Brexit. That's, that's their policy. That's Brexit. it. Just <laughs> Look, Teresa, what are we gonna do? Well, let me lay yeah. down like this. Red, white, and blue. Red, white, and blue. It's a Brexit for me and a Brexit for you. <laughs> That's what we're gonna do. <laughs> you know, like a little dance. Like it's like a dance. She's she's got the leather trousers. Yeah. And just like four or five guys behind her, just doing one of those kind of like acapella dancing. <laughs> just uh, go, go, Johnson. <laughs> just ending on a really Fox and Davis. And like, yeah, mm. That's what mm. this is. What that's what the first fucking negotiating <laughs> meeting of Brexit is going to be like, isn't it? It's like the UK government just turn up and do like a glee kind of skit, like yeah, 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 red, white, and blue. <laughs> just kind of. <laughs> end on end on a pose and everyone's gonna be like what the fuck was that they're gonna be like what do you mean what the fuck was that that was that's what we that's brexit come the on mu- the <laughs> right, musical negotiation of brexit i thought we agreed this come on i don't know, I don't know that's what, what we want i don't know what you 27 Red, states have been doing yeah. 
<laughs> Red, white, and blue. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's, it, I don't know. Maybe I know. We said we weren't going to talk about Brexit. <laughs> it's so funny. Brexit, but, uh, if they <laughs> if they keep doing this, what are they fucking expect? <laughs> anyway, 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 anyway. <laughs> Anyway, um, so yeah, <laughs> Theresa May has is yeah. I, I know what you mean she's made some quite de- questionable de- decisions. Mm. She's U-turned on an astonishing amount of things as well. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, good things and bad things, and um, yeah. She, I, I suppose you're right in a way. She does sometimes seem um, maybe not like she's out of her depth, but that she's kind of like groping her way through. Yeah, things a just bit. just you know, you I mean? know she's she's flailing. You know, she's yeah. It's, it's not. It's, it's not. not a, um, it's not a graceful. Um, yeah, I know what you mean. It's quite reactive yeah. at the moment, rather than instinctive <laughs> or whatever. But uh, but yeah. she looks great. But so. she uh, great trousers. I mean, great trousers, cracking trousers, and um, yeah, red, white, and blue. Red, white, and blue. On this day in history, Paul. No. Uh, last week was mm-hmm. the fourth. Of December, it's not last week oh, really, yeah, last yeah. time. Last time, uh, and the theme was unusually wide-ranging, ba- wide-ranging bands with unforeseen consequences. Oh yeah, I do remember this. Um, and these were all quite sort of like long, long-winded <laughs> <laughs> facts, but um, they were in fact number one was in 1911 in British India. All mm-hmm. posters were banned in an attempt. To quell nationalist sentiment, but this ended up ah. banning posters advertising food and even posters giving directions <laughs> to a hospital. Uh, fact number two was in, 19, mm-hmm. in 1934 in Turkey, all uniforms were banned in an attempt to quell fascist sentiment, but the ban on brown shirt uniforms it ended up banning Boy Scout uniforms as well. No. Uh, fact number three was in 1981 in Russia, all hair products were banned in an attempt to quell the growing rock and roll movement amongst teenagers, but the ban ended up banning Botska the uh, hair product that was actually the most commonly used car part lubricant in the Soviet Union at the time. So I think you went for fact number three. Yeah, I went for the Russians. The Rushkish. And the answer was, unsurprisingly, no, it wasn't Russia. It wasn't. It was actually Turkey. It was Ah. a ban on brown shirts that actually ended up banning banning the Boy Scouts. But I think it might have actually been a foreign Boy Scout. Yeah, because I'd, I'd knock that out with my scouting knowledge. With your scouting knowledge, but I think it might have actually been a bo- foreign, a foreign mm. boy scout brigade. Also, well, my, my scouting knowledge may not be. It's not. It's, yeah, it's <laughs> may not patchy. be as complete. <laughs> yeah, as uh, as I'd like to think. Which is uh, is, is is no bad thing. You know. It's not um, really. Uh, this week, Paul. The, yep. Uh, is the thirteenth of December, and the theme yep. is mm-hmm. European royalty. Trying their family's fruit and vegetables. <laughs> oh, wow! And you will. I, I'm 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 unprepared for this. I'm yeah, unprepared. it's pretty. <laughs> it's quite. It's commonly asked question. Um, yeah. It, <laughs> fact number one: In 1742, Dutch prince Willem Friso tests oh, Willem his mother's Ish. potatoes. Oh, all right. Potatoes are so good. What was the year on that? 1742. Okay. Yeah. Fact number two. Yeah. In 1831, Belgian prince Pierre Flamer tastes his uncle's gooseberries. Oh. And final fact, in 1879, <laughs> Portuguese prince Pepe Gonçal licks his father's melon. Ooh. So that's... So it's Dutch potatoes, Dutch potatoes, Belgian gooseberries, Belgian gooseberries, and uh, Portuguese melon. Portuguese uh, melon. <laughs> Portuguese. <laughs> <laughs> that famous accent, the Portuguese. Hello, I'm from Portugal. Uh, I'm from uh, Portugal. Hello, this is Jose Mourinho for, uh, for the Chelsea <laughs> there. and uh, now the Man United. Uh, it's <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, that Dutch Mourinho. Uh, no, I reckon, um, reckon Portuguese. Would, the Portu- would a Portuguese prince lick a melon? Would he lick his father's melon? <sighs> it's entirely believable, entirely believable. Um, would a Belgian taste uh, taste his? Was it his father's gooseberry? Was it? It was his uncle's gooseberry. Uncle, <laughs> no. It's Bear Flemmer and his uncle's gooseberries. <laughs> oh, sh- the famous well, gooseberries of Bear Flemmer in Belgium. <laughs> <laughs> and the last one was uh, the Dutch. Uh, the first uh, one was uh, William Friso tests his mother's potatoes. 
the mapish potato show. I'm sure he mumbled your potatoes. They were so tempting. I was so tempted to buy the potatoes. It's got to be that. It's got to be that just for the continuation of uh, of a Dutch accent, which is also my my Belgian and Portuguese accent. It's the EU accent. It's what Farage hates the most. One Europe, people. Yeah. Um, One Europe. Well, you've gone for Dutch Prince William Friesay. Answers next week. All right. The Moss Report. Uh, This week, on the Moss Report, um, I have a confession to make. And it's one that, that may well rock you to your very core, as, as unlike virtually all other people with a healthy interest in politics, I have always been, and always will be, a massive lover of professional wrestling. Boom. The pageantry, the violence, <laughs> the, the inevitable <laughs> self-serving backstab, <laughs> and the predetermined results. It is, it's hard to explain how my two loves can coexist. Um, but politics and wrestling are not such odd bedfellows. Uh, many will be familiar with the exploits of former wrestler turned governor of Minnesota, Jesse the Body Ventura. Um, and it is also true that the president-elect himself, Mr. Donald the Twat Trump, mm. is a WWE Hall of Famer. Oh, yeah! Uh, truth be told, truth be told, though, I'd always envisioned myself being far happier about having a Hall of Famer yeah. in the White House. Yeah. Um, but my fingers remain crossed for the uh, Democratic nominee, Matt Hardy, in 2020. Get him there. Thank you to the one wrestling fan listening to this and having a little chuckle there. <laughs> we get it. <laughs> He's on the bus. Uh, so Trump has made appearances uh, going back as far as the 1980s with wrestling's biggest outfit, the WWE, most famously feuding with its maniacal owner, Vincent Kennedy McMahon, in a battle of the billionaires, uh, which saw both men, this is true, put their barnets on the line. And uh, uh, it resulted uh, in Donald J. Trump, with the assistance of the rattlesnake Stone Cold Steve Austin, uh, shaving Vince McMahon's head. Oh, my God. Ladies and gentlemen, the next president of the United States. He's a barbarian. Um, <laughs> uh, the ruler, though, of, uh, of the wrestling world, Vince McMahon, his on-screen persona is a sleazy billionaire sex pest who lies, cheats, and abuses his power for his own selfish gain. But in real life, he's a far worse human being, so it's pretty <laughs> understandable why he and Big Donny T are lifetime BFFs. The McMahons themselves are also no stranger to politics. Vince's wife, Linda McMahon, has run twice for the office of Senator for Connecticut, failing both times and in the process blowing over 65 million of her own dollars. However, in 2016, Linda McMahon found a cheaper and easier way of securing power in Washington when she and hubby Vince donated $500,000 to Donald J. Trump's election fund. And now that has paid off in the shape of a job in Trump's cabinet as the administrator of Small Business Administration, which is a great job title. <laughs> um, they are an agency providing support to entrepreneurs and small businesses across America. Now, Linda, to be fair, was an integral part of growing the WWE from a small local territory wrestling business into a billion-dollar powerhouse of home entertainment. And in that time, the WWE have never employed more than 3,000 people. So you might say, you could very well argue, that she is the perfect choice for this job. But, as with everything about Big Don Trumpy's presidency, this has some very scary signs. Even putting aside her substantial donation and the jobs for friends' wives angle, it's fair to say that as an employer, the WWE are up there with sweatshops and diamond mines. First Direct. Until recently. <laughs> oh, not First Direct, Sports Direct, sorry. Sports Direct. <laughs> <laughs> They're the Sports Direct of professional sports entertainment uh, outfits. (laughs) (laughs) Until recently, the WWE offered zero guarantee contracts to wrestlers, meaning that many of them never got given any work, and if they did, it could get paid absolutely a pittance or next to nothing. They also offered, and still do offer, zero insurance for their employees. And bear in mind, these are guys doing a job that requires you in a work which they describe themselves as hell in a cell. 
They have been prosecuted, though acquitted, for providing steroids to employees on more than one occasion, the most famous being the, uh, the Hogan trials of the 1980s. Um, they have routinely fired women for getting pregnant, have partaken in massively racist storylines and exploited bigotry and hatred for cheap crowd reactions. They've mocked the mentally ill, have been guilty of harbouring a culture of bullying and sexual abuse with inside the company, and have wasted, time and time again wasted, enormous amounts of money on ridiculous ideas that were more vanity projects for their billionaire owner than for the good of the company. See a little thing called the XFL for details. <laughs> Linda McMahon, it can be said, is a terrible person to have making judgments on SMBs. But thinking about it, she may well be the most Trumpiest Trump nominee yet. <laughs> And that is the bottom line, because the Moss Report said so. Well, Linda McMahon. There we are. Well, she does seem to be a bit of an uh, unusual choice for the role she's that a, she's been selected for. But yeah, she's as we've a, mentioned a bit earlier, of a rogue. Yeah, she, that does yeah. is in keeping with the rest of the administration. So we, it really is. It yeah, really but what, is. A, what a character, eh? She's, um, she certainly was. She was actually, she was an on-screen character as well. So you, if you go to YouTube and type in Linda yeah. McMahon, you can see some amazing stuff. Without a doubt, though, her best work... Uh, was going into a, a huge event in wrestling called WrestleMania X7. Um, <laughs> it really has to be seen to understood that this woman is now in a pretty senior position with insider government. Um, and do so. Check out my boys at, uh, at OSW. Their review, um, OSWreview.com of, uh, of WrestleMania X7. It's hilarious and you'll be truly petrified that these people have power. <laughs> oh my God. Sweet zombie Linda. Oh my God. Um, yeah, I, know, I don't know a great deal about Linda McMahon. Did she ever fight? Did she ever have any fights? Like, she, she's not really like uh, a, much you know, of like a fighter. What about but yeah, like lifting like, up, you know, like a chair? You know they do it with the yeah, chair. Oh yeah, she, so she's hit people with chairs. Sweet. She's kicked her, her husband in the balls a few times. And I, I'm pretty sure, I'm some nerd might, might some smark will smash me for this, but I'm pretty sure she's fought her daughter. Boom. In, in wrestling, yeah. That's weird, is... but boom. Um, has, oh, did you Donald can see Trump... why Trump's so into this. <laughs> <laughs> Donald Trump didn't fight, did he? He had someone fight on his behalf. Yeah, he had a guy called Bobby Lashley fight yeah. for him, if I remember correctly. What a pussy. Um, what a I'm pussy. Sure At least my man, Linda, does her own fighting. You know what oh, I mean? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Wow. And yeah, big old Trumpy. Trump. <laughs> As we approach the end of a year that has made us all feel like losers, it is time to celebrate some winners with a special Gristle Digest Award ceremony commemorating the dirty sack of cocks that was the year 2016. Oh. Ladies and gentlemen, oh. gonna miss it. To gonna you, miss we it. are going to miss this one. We present to you the first annual Grizzlies. <laughs> um, kicking things off uh, with a very hotly contested category what is it and it is 2016's most shocking defeat oh and our nominees are there was a lot of them first up we have the England football team against Iceland uh, crashing out of Euro 16 16 to a a country with a population so sparse it struggles to field a full squad fills a few banks Uh, Um. we have a favourite here we have Hillary Clinton versus (laughs) Donald Trump Hillary's crushing defeat at the hands of a lying orange clown in the US election the Remain campaign versus Leave, where millions of Britons decided the abstract concept of sovereignty was more important than economic and social prosperity. We uh. have the rest of the Premier League versus Leicester. Leicester's <laughs> remarkable Premier League win, truly one of the greatest underdog stories sport we'll ever see. Plus, we got to see Gary Lineker in his pants. And lastly, we have celebrities versus death. Oh. 2016 kicked a lot of asses, none more so than for uh, famous people who nearly all died so those are our nominees are who's your who's your favorite amongst i mean my favorite to win that i've got to say i mean really the biggest defeat um probably um you know uh probably trumpo um yeah and uh you know clint's really for me i'm going for that i'm going for that that's my you know favorite i don't know what you know i don't know what the uh the fucking academy will go for that you know who knows what the academy will go for who who knows what it's a complete um, stitch up normally but I tell you what, Paul. Let's, I tell you uh, what, a black actor won't win. I'll tell you fucking that. Well, let's have a look at our uh, at our winner. And our winner is 
Idris Elba. No, no, no it's not. It's not. It's not. It's. Uh... <laughs> and the winner is. Oh, it had to be Hillary Clinton. Clinton. Yes, for the for the second time this year, Hillary got the most votes, but for the first time, she's actually won something. Well done. Well done, Hills. Well done. Hill. <laughs> well done. No one can take that away from you. Deserved winner. No Deserved winner there. Yeah. Our, our next category here at the Grizzlies is the multi-millionaire utter shitbox. Um, 2016 has been a year where millionaires have decided to wage war on controlling elitism by using money to control politics. But who's been our douchiest millionaire shitbox this year? Ooh. Our nominees are... Lots of contenders. UKIP. Oh, there's some contenders here. UKIP Sugar Daddy Leave Campaign Sponsor and Alleged Farage Fuck Buddy, Aaron Banks. Oh, yeah. Australian hate monger and professional politician puppeteer, Rupert Murdoch. <laughs> Crooked property developer, sexual predator, and future leader of the free world, Donald J. Trump. Trumpus. And lastly, we have the daughter of immigrants who lives in a council property demanding hundreds of millions in tax money to repair her thousand-roomed home, Her Majesty the Queen. Queen um, and with a shout there. Fucking shout out to who, Queen. Who do you like there? Have, have we missed anyone? I don't, and, uh, I don't think so. Who do you reckon's got it? I mean, in terms of the million, have we missed any millionaire shitbags? Um, it's been a lot this year. It's been year, a lot this year. Yes. Too many to mention. So I think those are probably the main ones. Um I, I personally, I'd go for Aaron Banks. You know, oh, he's a great shout. He's a he? fucking he's dick, <laughs> toad face shit. He's a fucking sack, knob. He? Yeah, and um, how they? Yeah, I'd go for him because he's a cock. Yeah, I. But who knows what the academy? Who knows what the academy? But, yeah, they're all all deserved, all deserved winners. winners. All deserved winners for sure. Um, time to reveal our winner, and it is. Not Aaron Banks. Oh. Rupert Murdoch. Oh, it's Murdoch. Rupert Murdoch oh. has taken. He's, a, he's always there or thereabouts. He's like fucking Tom Hanks, mate. He's fucking always. He's always up there, isn't he? He's he was always a contender. Best actor. And, uh, yeah. Improving that not the sky but the beast sky be is the limit, and by laying an unprecedented web of hatred that has acted as a backbone of 2016's shittery, you can argue Murdoch's a fair winner there. Yeah, I think so. I think yeah. so. Go on. Well, Go on, Murdoch. you know. Well done, Murdo. Contro- well done, buddy. <laughs> Controversial choice. They're, they're all winners. That was a tough, tough category. Yeah, close another, call. Another tough one coming up here for our third, uh, third award tonight. Chrysalis. Um, and these again, these are really all winners. It's time for the coveted biggest fucking lie of 2016. And <laughs> uh, now, obviously, one man has, uh, has dominated. Some, yeah. Dominated <laughs> one one, yeah. this year, but um. It's... He is the Let's fucking Schindler's list of <laughs> lies in the air. The fucking English Let's patient. have a look at our nominees. <laughs> That's it, isn't it? It's the, the Titanic of bullshit. <laughs> yeah, the Titanic. And, yeah, I don't know more <laughs> recent we got ones. Them? <laughs> yeah. So, first up, we have... No shocks. Donald Trump with Lock Her Up. Trump built his campaign on the promise of locking up Hillary until he won, when he immediately declared it. Uh, not a thing I'm looking at doing, and uh, I'm pretty sure I didn't even say that. I didn't say that. I didn't say that. Uh, next up, we have uh, Donald Trump again with build the wall. Trump built his campaign on the promise to build the wall across the border from Mexico until he won, when he immediately declared it. Uh, it's not a thing I'm looking at doing. Uh, I'm pretty sure I didn't even say that. I didn't that. say that. <laughs> I didn't say that. There's no proof. You're crazy. Next up. We have Donald Trump with Drain the Swamp. Uh, Trump built his campaign on a promise to drain the swamp, uh, removing the old political elite and Wall Street influence from Washington until he was elected when he promptly filled his cabinet with a villain's row of old school Republicans, bankers and comic book villains. And then wore the swamp on his face. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Woo. Hey, Jared, I said it. <laughs> and, uh, and last of all, Oh, of course we couldn't. We could not have this. Our own homegrown hero, the Leave campaign with three hundred and fifty million pounds a week for the NHS. Britain's most lamented piece of bullshittery. The claim that leaving the EU would free up three hundred and fifty million quid a week to go to the struggling NHS, an enormous whopper that was dropped within moments of the referendum result being announced. So those are our nominees: Lock her up, build the wall, drain the swamp. Millions voted illegally. And three hundred and fifty million a week for the NHS. Ooh. Who'd you like? And have we missed any whoppers? It's I been mean, a year. I mean, there's been a lot of whoppers again this year. Um, but on those, 
uh, oh, yeah. you've got to say that uh, it's it's really between um, the NHS funding lie mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and yeah, fucking Trumpo and his fucking wall, mate. So two, I mean, two snonk and choices there, mate. I think, um, yeah. So it's one or the other, and um, I think really, um, mm-hmm. I'm going to go for the fucking NHS, mate. Printed it on a bus. You put it on a fucking bus. Oh, well, they did put it on a bus. You're a liar. It's uh, it's pretty big. Let's have a look, shall we? Oh, my winner is. It is 350 million oh, a week for the NHS. Boom. Huge win there for the home boom, side. Boom. A uh, lingering turd of a lie that sure to stink on throughout the dark years ahead of us. Oh, and I think that I think um, they're actually. I think the <laughs> the lie on the NHS is actually available via video to give its yeah. acceptance speech. You mind if I just patch them in, Paul? Oh, please do if you've got them via satellite. Hello, please hello, do. hello. Yes, it's it's me. Hello. It's, um, it's the lie about these 350 million. Uh, a week on the NHS. We'd just like to say thank you very yeah. much. Um, it just goes to show if you say anything, as long as you couch it in enough uh, ethnocentric bigotry, you will be believed by anyone. Thank you, thank you. And they go, oh, they're That's gone now. Con- so congratulations. Um, yeah, what, what an inspiration. They are inspiration. What an inspiration. If you're planning to lie in 2017, let me tell you, you could learn a lot from you that could. young man. Yeah, you could. <laughs> Our next grizzly is. The most overlooked story that in any other year Ooh. would be fucking massive. <laughs> oh. uh, 2016 has been such Saucy. a colossal shitter of a year that tons of stories, which would normally have absolutely dominated headlines, um, have either been overlooked or at least not followed up on to, to a level that you would certainly expect. <laughs> or hope. <laughs> or hope. <laughs> um, our nominees are... First up, we have the Snoopers Charter, the uh, controversial security charter that takes away your freedoms and makes your dodgy internet history readily available <laughs> to government employees. Uh-huh. Next up, we have the Panama Papers. Uh, the story involving leaked details of tax-dodging shitbags looks set to take down actual elitists in 2016, but it disappeared mysteriously from the newspapers and has been all but forgotten. Ha ha ha. Next up, we have Russia rig US election. Now, although, as we speak, the story's gathering a little momentum, the very fact the CIA have come out and said that the Russians have interfered with the election, the media thus far have been fairly blasé on the issue. It's as if Rocky Four never happened. And lastly, our last story that's just not been, been followed up on, we have Britain fucking owned an Olympics. Yeah, yeah, we fucking true, owned an Olympics, true, true. and and with a nation that still celebrates a fifty-year-old World Cup victory. Yeah, we did not follow through on that shit because true. of this shitty year. Twenty sixteen gave us a great Olympics, and robbed us of the. Uh, that is the one time, Paul. I've glory. been absolutely disgusted that we haven't followed through. Um, ah, yeah, 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 yeah. You knew. Simple as that. Uh, yeah, yeah, simple as that. Next time, Britain, follow through. Follow through as hard as you can. Everywhere. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. Our winner is. Oh, it's the Panama Papers. It had to be the Papes. Had to be, didn't it? The the Panama Papers. Uh, Because what the fuck happened there? What the fuck happened there? I can't believe there has been some massive ones though, haven't there? I mean, Snoopy's chart is definitely one. Yeah, Um, just some whoppers. (laughs) Scary shit. I saw today actually um, Uber. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> Uber employees have been sort of accused of uh, so they've with it you know if you work for Uber Uber with you, with its own systems have what's called God view or heaven view mm-hmm. so they can see mm. you know where all of the cars are all the Uber vehicles you know there's a map and they can see them and they can obviously see what customer is in what car mm. and um, apparently certain employees were using that to track uh, you know like ex partners and celebrities oh, no and yeah <laughs> prime ministers and stuff like that and Beyonce and oh, shit my so, day. <laughs> yeah it's kind of funny but terrible as well um, yeah Gee, what a fucking year what a that's fucking not even year. mentioned is it not even Just mentioned yeah. rogue taxi drivers yeah. are stalking and one you've not even mentioned really as well Syria is fucking yeah I, I, yeah Syria was a, was was definitely up there it's but what the fuck I mean it time. gets like a mention like yeah. a passing glance like the news is just like oh yeah them kids are still dying anyway Trump sent a tweet yeah, yeah. You're right, though. They do, like, yeah. It is sad what yeah, it's Gary Johnson not knowing what Aleppo was got more coverage <laughs> than actual fucking Aleppo. Aleppo that's, and that's, that's tr- sadly probably true. I don't know. Check that out on some metric. Bet it's true. No, the next award here. Next award. And it just gave us some slim pickings in, in 2016. 
but it is the most effective opposition <laughs> um, in a year where the bad guys won pretty much everything who has been the real voice of reason hope and opposition our nominees are Gina Miller for taking the motherfucking government to court and winning over the parliamentary in- uh, over the parliamentary in there, intervention of invoking Article 50, and for having the audacity to be black, successful, and the owner of a vagina. I know. How dare she? she thinks she is. How Next up, dare she? how very dare she? <laughs> dare she? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Right. Next up. <laughs> Anyway, sorry. Next up, we have Sir Gary Lineker. The former footballer and fried potato salesman was a fawn in the side of Daily Mail and Express readers on Twitter by having earned money and then daring to show compassion. The cunt. What a cunt. We have Bernie Sanders, America's grumpy but sensible-talking communist grandpa. Next up, we have popular toy maker Lego for dumping the Daily Mail as an advertiser. Our next nominee, that girl what called David Cameron a cunt on Question Time <laughs> for calling David Cameron a cunt on Question Time. Boom. And our last nominee here we have Mr. Jeremy Corbyn. Who? Um, for having a beard. Just have yeah. Who is? I don't know who yeah. that is, but anyway, no. fine. He's on the list. He's on the list. He's on the list. Um, there must be some block vote that got him on the list somehow. I don't know what that is, but anyway, it doesn't matter. <laughs> Satire. Right, who do you like out of those? Um, well, my favourite is probably Gina Miller because yeah, you know because she's that. she has sort of done that. You, you know, she's had to yeah. lawyers on her own or whatever, and and it's you know no one asked mm-hmm. her to do it. You know what I mean? No, like, she's just done it her own back, and um, did it, all and also herself. has clearly incurred like triple the amount of criticism oh, and bullshit just... and bile and ire online and all the rest of it yeah purely mm. because she's a woman and because she's black so if, yeah. if a, a white bloke just did that off his own back he would he would have endured just perhaps one third of the crap that she yeah, probably had ab- absolutely th- thrown her and she fucking won yeah or she's I, winning I mean, what an absolute star you know what i mean she's winning. I, I would say you know for the others it's all talk isn't it yeah. and i think for a lot of you know for for you know, for the Corbyn jokes aside, for Bernie Sanders, for those guys, it's all rhetoric. Yeah. Uh, even Gary Lineker, it's tweets, it's right? Twi- it's Where tweets. Where she actually fucking did something. Yeah, and like, I mean, I can't imagine like how many like death threats and rape oh, threats and all this kind of crap. She's, that she's you, you know, know like, she's got to be immensely thick-skinned and yeah, she seems pretty awesome. Yeah, right? I think she's kind of hot too. I reckon. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah, um, not that that's important. Not that that matters. Not that that matters. But, but, but no, um, yeah, pretty awesome lady. But, uh, but yeah, just saying total package is all I'm saying. But, yeah. but Bernie, Bernie tried. <laughs> Bernie's a good, yeah, Bernie did try. You know, I, maybe I was a little harsh there with Bernie. Oh, Bernie you know, tried. And, and he continues to, and I think he's I think he's a, a pretty good guy. Yeah, but old Linksy and uh, that other fella, Cor- Corbino. Cor- Corbino? Corbino, I don't know. Cor- Corbino? Uh, yeah, perhaps them less so. But yeah, my favourite well, is Gina. They're essentially the same as that girl, what called David Cameron a cunt. Oh, yeah, no, on. but she was, yeah, fair enough. Fair enough to her as well. <laughs> but yeah, limited impact, ultimately. Definitely. <laughs> and our, uh, our winner is. Mr. Jerry. No, it's not. It's not. <laughs> Obviously, it's, it's Gina Miller. Gina! Well done. Well in the guild. Well in the guild. Get in there, Well done, Gina. Well in the guild. Oi, Gina. Well done, Gina. <laughs> um, well done to her. And that, that, that brings us to our last award. Let's award. And it is arguably our most prestigious. The coveted. Ladies and gentlemen, I present to you the Gristle Digest Diamond Douchebag Award for 2016. Oh, long awaited. Thank you. Thank you. No, it's the DDA. It's the biggie. <laughs> it's the, the biggie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I wait all year for this DDA, Paul. <laughs> we all do. We all do. <laughs> Let's have a look at our nominees in a, a year that has been a true, just an absolute champion for shit biscuits, hasn't it? Mm-hmm. Um, and our winners. Oh, well, they're all winners. On this <laughs> they list. Are. Our nominees are our first diamond douchebag is Nigel Farage. Farage for being a newt face shit weasel. We have. Next up, David Cameron for shitting all over the country and fucking off without clearing it up. 
And next nominee, Michael Gove. Govey. Uh, Govey. Go on it's for being a go. treacherous, backstabbing sack of cocks. Next up, we have Vladimir Putin uh, for interfering with international uh, elections and um, for doing so with a series of high-profile internet hacks and manipulations of social media and for being too se- sexy. Just being a sexy um, bastard. Sorry, I don't, yeah. don't remember writing that last one, actually. That's yeah, that's slipped just out. A, just, just appeared then. Slipped out because it's, yeah. it's fucking true. It's I don't know if it, if it appeared there because of fucking hacking, then so be it, mate. But it's fucking true. Well, it was either there because of someone hacked it or I wrote it with my penis. <laughs> it's one or the other. Those are, those are two options there, mate. Yeah. Even if the Russian guy <laughs> I'm next, uh, yeah, I'm next, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Our next nominee, uh, Recep Tayyip Erdogan, the uh, president of Turkey. Oh, yeah. Uh, he gets a shout for fulfilling the wishes of millions of Daily Mail readers and killing hundreds of judges. Uh. And our last nominee, of course... Mr. Donald J. Trump Trump-o. for being a harbinger of death <laughs> and delivering man unto his end of days. Wow. So those are our, our nominees. You well, know, we probably, you know, we could have gone on for a day and a half. I know, number but what a, this year, what but a motley crew. What a list there. Farage, Cameron, Chutney, Ferreting, Erdogan, Badger baiting, you know. I mean, wowzers. Turd smearing arse burglars. I mean, they're absolute dickheads. All of them, all men as well. How bad's that? Cunts tend to be men. Well, <laughs> yeah, be men. that's that's. Um, true. Well, for that's me, true. mate. I mean, next year, ladies. Next year, ladies. Up, come up on, your up, your game. Game. Come up your game. Come on, up your game. Come on, have? Maisie, you can do it. Um, yeah, we're like Kellyanne Conway this year. Yeah, the Trump campaign. Smash lady. that. Yeah, had? Kellyanne Conway, dick. She, but she, mm. yeah, oh, dear. But anyway, out of those lot, I would. <laughs> Who'd you go for? Oh, it's tough because actually, it's tough because there's been so much. It country, really is. But I'm gonna go for Trump. I'm gonna go for Big T. No one I've, thought it. Yeah. He's the. He's just the cunt that has, just, you know, surprised yes. everyone. Yeah, and you know what? As as much as it's going to bring the end of the world, by God, you've got to have a level of respect for that. What a he's a cunt. man yeah. who sat in like a, a sponsored breakfast where Barack Obama made fun of him, and he was like, "I'm, I'm going to take your job. I'm going to be president." Down. Yeah, and he did, <laughs> and he fucking did it. He did it. He uh, followed through. You can't argue with that. Yeah, although it's terrifying. It is. But let's have a look who our actual uh, winner is, and they're all they're all winners here. And the winner is of the coveted 2016 Gristle Digest Diamond Douchebag Award is... Donald J. Trump. Trumpo. Well done, Trumpus. Well, well done. done. Well done. You've, you've done it. You've owned it this year. You've done it. And uh, you've, you've definitely been the biggest douchebag by far. Well done. Well done. Well done. Congratulations to him. What happened next this week? Oh, what did happen next? Um, just two, just two clips for you this week. No worries. And um, the theme is—it's like religious, religious fails. Let's say, leave it at that. Um, question number one, if you don't mind, yeah. is um, a clip from uh, like one of those TV shows, like those religious TV shows. It's a Christian one, I think, mm. where. where um, you know, it's a guy on screen and he's kind of taking calls and reading out emails mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Uh, and I think it's a, an African chat, but I, I think it's a British, it seems like a British TV channel. <laughs> um, but let's have a little listen, shall Do it. we? Someone who has written a story here is a long one. Um, it says, I'm, I'm a newly born again Christian. <laughs> I would like to share my story of salvation with you. <laughs> I was born in... So, what <laughs> I'm a born-again Christian. He's a born-again like Christian. Share my story uh, with you. What happens next, well, Paul? What do you think um, happens oh, next? man. Could almost be. It's quite a short, it's quite a short clip, admittedly. <laughs> I was a, a born-again Christian. I would like to share a story with you, man. Pussy was once grabbed by an orange man. <laughs> uh, um, <laughs> it's not that. Is it his pussy but... was once grabbed by an orange man? It's close. It's close. Do you, do you want to listen to the oh, answer? Let's, let's do this. All right, let's do that. It's... Okay. <laughs> he says this. Someone who has written a story here is a long one. Um, <laughs> it says, I'm, I'm a newly born again Christian. I would like to share my story <laughs> of salvation with you. 
I was born in West Philadelphia and also raised there. I spent most of my days playing basketball on the playground, but also chilling out and relaxing. But then one day, a couple of guys who were up no to good. no good started making trouble in my living, living area. area. I ended up getting into a fight, which terrified my mother. As a result, she sent me away from West Philadelphia to the most peaceful area of Bel <laughs> eventually tells him what's going on. Yeah, that's and he replies the, um... that there's some Mongolians <laughs> on the system. Which I'm not sure uh, what the fuck that means. The Fresh Prince of um, Bel Air. But just so that's uh, yeah, so the caller <laughs> turns out to be someone pretending to be the Fresh Prince of Bel Air, <laughs> or, or rather the person who wrote in. Oh, um, that's amazing. But, uh, let's. I, I actually got another little clip. Uh, apparently, this guy, the person who <laughs> pretends to be the Fresh Prince, <laughs> might sort of do it more than oh, once. Yes. So this guy's a hero. West Philadelphia, I never dreamed that I would even be able to own TV <laughs> like equipment to view a channel such as yours. <laughs> what made this all possible for me was the loving embrace of my auntie stationed in <laughs> Bel Air. It was there that I first caught a glimpse of your channel and knew from that moment on that my circle of trusted faces had grown substantially. <sighs> Upon one of my m- many visits back to West Philadelphia before the recession hit, I visited the playground where I spent most of my days <laughs> shooting some basketball, but also just chilling out and relaxing. I don't think that story is genuine. I think <laughs> it's like the so guy who guy. got conned before. The original oh, no, guy. I've, like, uh, uh, I've read this story before. This guy <laughs> does this all of the time. It's, uh, it's the Fresh it's Prince the... of Bel-Air. <laughs> Like they're completely different programs. Like one is like the first program is actually sort of like yeah, really quite low production values. But the second one is like a full on like it's a, in a studio and everything like that. It's a completely different show. But yeah, the, the original guy turns up. That's like, amazing. Uh, I think this is a joker. Anyway, so that's, that's the first question. Um, question number two this week, Paul. Yes. Now this is a preacher. Okay. Yeah. Um, in America, mm-hmm. and uh, he's he's a preacher, and he's a sort of you know t- television evangelical. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Um, so let's 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 take a listen. Have a listen. No, somebody didn't hear what I just released. Look at your neighbour and say, only believe. Holy <laughs> so, okay. Do you know what happens next? No, no idea. It sounds incredible though. It sounds good. People want you to listen to me. Okay. <laughs> um. <laughs> What do you reckon happens next? You won't get it. No idea. I want you to believe in Jesus. Let's, Put out your hand and take, take that pussy. <laughs> let's take let's this. Do together, <laughs> 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 I need a praise because something's in my belly about to come out. <laughs> he basically farts. Like really aggressively, just fucking. I'm fine for Jesus. Unbelievable! Like, and the actual start of that clip is preceded by like a three-second fart, and like at the end of that, he he just carries on. He's just farting all the fucking time. They call me the farting preacher. I think that's what they call him. Wow. (laughs) So, so that's this week's (laughs) this week's what happened next. Subhead at slam. Um, slam. Oh, slam. Slam. One second. <laughs> Knock the table there whilst <laughs> whilst hip hopping. Um, four headlines that we slam at each mm-hmm. other each week, and the other person has to come up with a subheader line. Um, first one for you, Paul. It's from the Express, of course. Let's have it. Of course. And the the headline reads: Robots can now feel touch, like humans. Wow. Wowzers. Yeah. First off, will the Express know how humans feel? It's a little bit <laughs> <little> witch. <laughs> yeah. Um, robots can now feel touch like yeah. humans um, like in humans. an effort uh, to avoid a Matrix-like robot revolution in the future. President Trump is kept away from all technology plants in the country. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I love the robot Trump. pussy. Duh. I like a bit of robot touching up a bit Who of doesn't? robot. Who doesn't? Um, first one for you, my friend. And this is also, uh, again, from our good friends at the Express. Oh. It has to be. Um, 
And the headline is Joy for bird lovers as rare bearded tits enjoy huge population bloom. What <laughs> rare bearded tits? You know, um, what was it again, sorry? Uh, joy for bird lovers as rare bearded tits enjoy huge population bloom. Ooh, However, this type of bird's rarest species, the red-breasted Jeremy Corbyn bird, is still a disappointingly <laughs> rare sight. Anyway, next one for you, Paul. Yes, it's from Kent's finest publication, mm-hmm. The News Shopper. Oh, a great but you, you would hope. You would hope that they just call it the news up there. News up I mean, because it's news up <laughs> but it's news shopper. And the headline for you reads: what have Pet we got? owner conquers fear of heights to save dog. Oh, wow. So is that pet owner? Pet owner conquers fear heights. of heights to save dog. Um, only to realise it wasn't his dog. Seconds before plummeting to his death. <laughs> oh. Poor guy. Poor guy. Um, Poor bloke. Poor bloke. Uh, Next one for you is um, from the Indie Star, Indianapolis's finest news publication. Wonderful. Takeaways from David Cameron's speech at the Poor, which uh, I believe is some kind (laughs) of uh, university in uh, in Indianapolis. Um, Takeaways. Takeaways from David Cameron's speech. That's it. we list every takeaway mentioned by the former Prime Minister in his bizarre attempt to list every place in the UK he thought was harbouring illegal immigrants. <laughs> um, he was all about the takeaways. Oh, I, I think it's Cottage speech. Chicken. Those are the guys you've got to watch. Yeah, Cottage Chicken, Chicken Cottage, Flavour Chicken, <laughs> flavor, uh, Tasty Chicken, uh, Flavour Taste, um, Spicy Chicken. Uh, yeah, and of course, so Isis Burger. Isis Burger... <laughs> <laughs> G- gypsy kebab. Uh, anyway, sorry. That's all. Anyway, next one for you, Paul, is from the Zambezian, oh. which, as you may imagine, is for countries in and around the Zambezi River. Uh, um, and the headline for you is "Ghost Waterfalls yes, Now Haunt Malawi Children." Wow, that is quite uh, Zambezi. Yeah. <laughs> so, what is it? It is ghost. What it is. Ghost water points now haunt Malawi children. Wow. Um, the fifth instalment of the Paranormal Activity franchise divides critics with its uh, ever-thinning premise. <laughs> <laughs> Those bastards. And what bastards making, scaring kids like that? Yeah, Fucking with bastards. ghost water. Um, exactly. <laughs> Shit faces. Um, third one for you. And this is from uh, newspaper published, uh, news publication in Oregon. This is the Beaverton Valley Times, which is a, a real, genuine, the, actual, real the news. Beaver, the Beaverton newspaper. Valley Times. Lovely. I thought I'd stumbled <laughs> upon a, uh, a kind of comedy viz style news, but no, they're, they're legit. Um, and the story is: Tannisborn woman speaks out after attack with brick. Oh, yet again. A poor woman takes a pounding deep in the Beaverton Valley. (laughs) (laughs) What in the old Beaverton Valley? (laughs) There's always someone taking a pounding in the Beaverton Valley. That's true. Um, Next one for you, Paul. Coming and going. (laughs) (laughs) There's always some woman taking a big... Yeah, just, you know. Anyway, next one for you, final one for you, is The Guardian. And it Mm -hmm. reads, the headline is... Young Thugs Airport Rant reveals a misogynist in a dress. And I think and Young Jesus. Thug, Young and Thug are capitalized, so I assume that that's some sort of I think that's a rapper. Misogynist in a dress. Um Donald's twin sister Delilah Trump is held to account by popular rapper Young Thug after a um mishearing of the word posse. <laughs> nice. Final uh, final headline for you sir. This is, um, I've gone north of the border in America. This is the <laughs> north of the American I'm border. Switching countries, changing borders. Uh, this is from the Calgary Herald. Um, nativity pageant remains wild at heart. Oh, those Canadians. Um, wow. Canadian director's all moose cast proves to be a creative <laughs> masterstroke. Uh, it's wild at heart. I think it would be. Yeah, um, so that you brings you can't ever move speed a baby Jesus. <laughs> Why can't you? It's racist. Yeah, um, yeah. 
So that brings this week's subreddit of slam to a close. And I think oh. actually it was a mm-hmm. tie. Yeah. It's an even tie um, at 64 apiece. So Got that split well decision. done to both of us. Pat us yeah, on well, done. well um, done. Two winners. And that Ooh. also brings this week's show to a close. Oh. Um, thank you for staying with us that thank whole you time. So um, much. No, seriously. Yeah, do, do follow us on Twitter, at Crystal Digest. Yeah, Catch us that. again on SoundCloud, you, uh, YouTube, uh, iTunes, Podbean, uh, all and them. all of them. Next week, uh, we'll have more from our um, correspondent, James. He'll be back for another um, little stint. So be sure to catch that. And yeah, see you next week. Sada.